gonna start bringing it. 2 a.m. It's the Mountain Rose Podcast, episode 73. Looking, but I cannot find. And if you're ready to turn up on this Friday Don't for the first time, we got new Travis Scott tonight, new Summer Walker. Only you can stand my mind. Only you can fix inside Oh now you know what we about Hey Rail, what's good? <laughs> so if I make it out tonight Let's make it a badass time I'm gonna stop it right there And that's where I normally hit skip Hold on, I got a copy One eye open Illuminati Yeah, yeah 2020 vision, can't see nobody 2020, but I can't see nobody, right? Uh-huh. Something like that. Damn, 2020, but I can't see nobody. This nigga said 2020, but I can't see nobody. Y'all like, I get it. 2020 vision. I can't see anybody. But for real, for real, in 2020, we went in a pandemic and you couldn't, and you see, couldn't anybody. see nobody. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what? That's crazy. Yeah, Are you kidding me? Sometimes they're on time to write themselves, you feel me? It's the Mallory Rose podcast, nigga. <laughs> I can't get yeah, no rest. We take the right out. In the house. I fall asleep with a tech rack. Stashing on the pills on my desk. Rack. Wearing every chain on my neck. Okay. In the house. Come I can't on. get no rest. Come on. I ride around with a tech stashing all the pills on my desk. Wearing every chain on my neck. Go crazy. Whoa, way. It's summertime, why they trying to throw shade? All these wins, I can never go stay. UFC, I'm tapping to my old ways. I'm addressing shit like I'm always. Show your love, ain't show it back at all. That's what I'm talking about. That's a nice little Travis Scott mix to start. That Wayback is on my favorite playlist uh, this week. So I was in the middle of doing my, uh, what was that? What was it? Chest and Try Day. Oh, I forget. It was my fate, nigga. Way <laughs> James Hard with the range, homie, nigga. Way back. Oh my gosh. Fire track. Yo, 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 it's the Mally Bros Podcast, episode 73, Golden State Warriors 2016 episode. That's all I could come up with. They won 73 games, lost nine. Oh, yeah. I like that. So Golden State Warriors episode. Yeah. And yeah. Shout out to the Bay Area. Hey, you know what I thought you were Yeah, Bay Area! <laughs> uh, they all know who E-40 is. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> they do. E-40. He's a legend. Cute. Yeah. But, uh... I thought you was gonna be like Michael Orr episode, Blindside. <laughs> Look. Oh, hell. But we no. all only know who Michael Orr is because of Blindside. Nah, he was elite in the league for a little bit. With we the wouldn't Ravens? have known a nigga's name without Blindside. 
Hey, look, I mean, a regular, a, a regular football watcher. He was more of a household name with the blind side for sure. But that nigga was elite for a, for a couple years. And he got two rings with two different teams, right? What? No. Michael Orr has a ring with the Ravens for sure. But he might have. You know how niggas just be on teams and then they win rings. He My, won a ring that year. The Super. They went to the Super Bowl. He definitely won a ring with the. Wow. See, Michael Oren got that Super Bowl experience. He got a ring with the Ravens. I know. He got a ring with the Ravens and then won a second ring. No, and then went to the Super Bowl with the Panthers where y'all lost. On February. y'all won. Or won his first Super Bowl ring after the Ravens defeated the... When the fuck did he get the second? With the Chiefs or some shit? No, maybe that was just his first. This motherfucker doesn't have two rings. Whatever. We don't got to spend too much time on Michael Orr. Oh, I'm sorry. He played for the Panthers when we dogged that when ass in Bowl 50. Man, I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, man, happy Friday. Um, Scorpio season in full effect. Yep, I got on the burgundy uh, polo because I'm trying to get the, the, what am I saying? The fall, November. It's November. The vibes mm-hmm. is there. Even though this isn't really like a... Yeah, you look like a Michaels arts and crafts manager. What the fuck do you look like? First off, you need to zip that up because that would look better. It would? Yeah. Nah, just give it a little zip. Who wears green when they go to work? You look like you work at Dick's Sporting Goods, boy. Did you need some help? No, like shit, boy. I know exactly where everything is, like shit. Okay, well, you look, you look like you work at you, you look like you work at Dick's, but only in fishing. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sell is bait and reel and net all day. And hooks. All right, <laughs> all right, so I think just to start off, Halloween recap. Halloween recap. Well, I didn't really do shit for Halloween. I did not. I did nothing. Nothing for Halloween, Halloween y'all. Our costumes didn't come in time. Crazy, and they're this nigga still Terrell not here. went out doing something. I think I was working on Halloween. Halloween. Oh, we went to Top Golf. Yeah, you had a lit Halloween night, bitch ass. Look, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> First of all, it was the nigga one to recap. Halloween was Sunday. I didn't do nothing but watch the games. You're right. Halloween was Sunday. We didn't do nothing. The real Halloween was that Saturday, the thirtieth. Saturday was the was the night. Went to Top Golf and figured out that I'm actually pretty beast at it. Niggas make contact at Top Golf and then think I'm actually good at this shit. That's true. That's facts though, because yeah. I could not get the ball to land in them little <laughs> pits. You that hit the ball and it rolled to the first one. Five points. Five. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if they want you to get that joint, you get it. You get hella points for that joint. We need to go up that joint, bro. Me, no, you, we gotta take for that sure, for sure. For sure. I, I definitely want to go up there because I did want to say this about Halloween. If you gave out Nutri Grain bars or Fig Newton type bars or Special K bars, you just suck, man. Yeah, and the kids don't respect you for giving out good treats. If you gave out fucking toothpaste, fuck you. You're trash to me. Yeah. You need... Who the oh, fuck wants that? Hold up. I'm not actually mad at that. As a Look, the kid me is like, fuck that. Where the candy at? But the parent me, and I'm not a parent yet, but I'm like, hmm. Now, this is what I'm talking about. I'll give you the toothpaste thing, the toothpaste and toothbrush. Toothpaste and toothbrush, because you're going to need some toothbrush and toothbrush for all that candy. You know how much 70 toothbrush costs? You got to give out the candy and the toothbrush and toothpaste, though. You can't just only have that. If you had the toothbrush and toothpaste, the little mini joints, as just like a extra. Yeah. But if you gave out crummy-ass Nutri-Grain bars. you wanted to stay home and I bake cookies, my personal baking. Uh, Nah. Nah. You're trying to get your, you're trying to get your passions off on a holiday. We don't want this shit. It's crazy how people can't make cookies. I'm gonna give y'all a secret to baking cookies. You get the little Pillsbury or the little Toll House joints. If it say put them in the oven for 12 minutes, don't fucking put them in the oven for 12 minutes, bro. They're gonna be fucking crunchy. Put them motherfuckers in there for seven minutes. Nah, Terrell, they're maybe, gonna maybe look like minutes, they're not minutes. done. 
But when you take them to the side, let them sit. Yeah, and you got to let them get Ooh. real puffy. They be real puffy. But when you let them sit, they start. Oh, they, yeah, they go right down. back. Come on, man. Remember when I used to make them cookies? I used to make. Oh, yeah. I give you. I give you. Yeah. I'm getting ready to say, yeah. Get, let me have that. I'll let you have it. And look, you know how niggas taking some shit for himself? Like, bro, you know I've made some fire-ass cookies in this joint. For real, for real, more than you, though. Let's keep it 100. <clears throat> Nigga made cookies that one day. You know I do the Man, I used to make cookies and take them jokes to work. I'm saying you made Terrell made cookies one time and took them to work, and he says, "I used to make cookies and take them." <laughs> Nigga, you made one batch. Look, we was in this joint. We made the brownie joints. We made the chocolate chip joints, the red velvet joints. Hey, Ooh. red velvet. Let's, hey, let's keep it honey, real quick. Red, red velvet is fire. Some people don't like red velvet. Red velvet is just chocolate cake with red dye. That's a fact. Sorry. I, you're not numbers. ruining or breaking anything to me. That doesn't change how I feel about it. This fuckboy-ass negative nigga wanted to come in with his negativity. How was that negative? Terrell, I'm, I'm just telling you the truth about what it really is. I'm trying to tell you that this shit is good. He's like, yeah, well, let's just die. I hate to break it to you. If anybody tell you, I'm just letting you know I hate to break it to you. Hey, bro. Hard truth. That negativity. Hard truth. And you know what? We need to, we need to have more hard truth. People need more hard truths in their life. Terrell don't want it. He don't keep that energy, though, do he, y'all? Do Terrell keep that energy? I always give niggas hard truth. I'm gonna give I'm giving out hard truth all podcast. Do you all podcast? Do you? When I give I'll let y'all respond to to him saying that. I always say Terrell is the hard truth one. Nah, Terrence. You're not the hard truth one. You're the harsh truth one. Moving on. Big difference in hard and harsh. Pause. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bet. So I think the first thing we should start with, I don't know if you had it, was. Our guy Jay-Z got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. great. He's the first living rap artist to be inducted, uh, which is dope because... Well, I'm sorry, the first living solo rap artist to be inducted. Um, some people don't know this, but the first, people, the first rappers to be inducted was Grand, Grandmaster Flash yes, and sir. the Furious Five. And they were inducted by Jay-Z, believe it or not. Oh, dope. I don't know if people know that, but I feel like that's a dope story to add to Jay-Z's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. Um, the other rappers, there's only six now with Jay-Z included. There's seven, I'm sorry. But you got Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, Run DMC, the Beastie Boys, Public Enemy, NWA, and the late great Tupac Shakur, of course, and now with that addition of Jay-Z. Dope. I love to see it, man. You love to see it. Jay-Z got an Instagram now. He's acting brand new. Now, you know he deleted it. For real already? Yeah. He only did it for the holiday fall. He literally did it to post that. Nah, I'm off. I love that. He got on Twitter and tweeted that he forgot to thank uh, Jazz O. Because yeah. in his speech, he, he, he thanked everybody, but he said he forgot to thank Jazz O, which was the, nigga, the, the dude that basically kind of like gave him his name, right? Or he took his name from that or something like that. Jay-Z has said thousands of times. Think about all the times Jay-Z has shit on social media. Uh, he said, um, I don't pose a threat on the internet. I just pose a threat. Blame Lemmy S for that. Then he had... Uh, 140, uh, 140 characters in these streets. That's I don't my ha- favorite yeah, one. Yeah, I don't have no hashtags or retweets, nigga. 140 characters in these streets. Then he had, uh, um, when I was talking Instagram, last thing you wanted was your picture snap. Yeah. Fed's still lurking. Can't you see I'm still putting work in? Work, yeah. You're right. What you trying to say behind that, though? You, you seem like you was going towards something with that. No, I'm just saying that because, you know, in the midst of everything, he made the Instagram, and it was kind of like, whoa. Jay-Z Instagram? You're right. It was. Um, but um, I thought it was dope to see Jay-Z get that. And honestly, I thought it was well worth it. I thought he deserved it. Who do you think is going to be next? 
who do I think is going to be next to be inducted to a rock and roll hall of fame? The next hip hop artist, if you could guess. I would say it's between Kanye and Kendrick. Kanye, Kendrick, or Drizzy? Yeah, I can't, I can't forget Drake. But only because of the records that he's breaking? Yeah. Yeah. Kanye, Kendrick, Drizzy. Maybe, Ken, I don't know. Kendrick got to come on. Nah. The reason Kendrick why, will be there. If you look at all of these people that's in here, uh, you're not looking at people that, all of these people don't have immaculate discographies, even though they do. I'm going to say, what about Tupac, N.W.A., Run DMC, and Jay-Z's discographies are not immaculate? <laughs> what about it is not? Well, I'm just saying, I don't think that, I, what I will say is that they all don't have just three albums. I don't know, man. I mean, what if Kendrick comes out and the next joint not that good? I don't ever see that. Still gonna be in the. This is the thing about Kendrick, and I I tried to get that off before, like that thought. But (laughs) when you think about it, bro, he has never done that. He has never put out a project. Everybody that's on this list right here is game changing. Is Kendrick game changing? Yes, 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 yes. Put like this: Kendrick is Kendrick is, is Kendrick Lamar a LeBron James type or a James Harden type? Terrence, you got Kendrick way fucked up. I don't. I'm First just of all, asking you right now on a basis of being... All right, okay. You know? a, the basis of being subjective. Uh, you got Kendrick fucked up. <laughs> so you think Kendrick is generationally... Kendrick is... Generational talent. 100%. Terrence, you got to think about it. I, damn. This, my, this has been my Kendrick week. Yeah, he did just listen, re-listen to Damn. Front to back, back to front. Oh, for everybody that wanted, to, wanted me to do the, the Damn Breakdown, it is on the way. I'm working on it. And so I'm excited to get that out. Um... Finally working on it. And I told him so. I wanted to be a part of it. Like, <laughs> I told him I wanted to be a part of it. I'm like, all right, you doing a whole album breakdown? Mm, I thought you was doing songs because forever I fuck with it. I want to just sit there for real. I'm not doing a reaction. Fuck that. I wanted to be a part of it. <laughs> I like the album too. But, uh, but yes, Kendrick is 100% generational, bro. I will argue do you that. Think that. Do you think that James Harden is generational? No, and I don't think James Harden is Kendrick. James Harden is like top five best shooting guards ever, though. Yeah, but I wouldn't put him in the same. Arguably regard. top three. Kendrick to me is a be- is a top five hip hop artist of all time. Me too. Kendrick Would you say James Harden is top five basketball players of all time? No. Mm. He's Terrence. Not. Hell no. He's not. He's not he's, even top ten. He's not. But look, Kendrick Lamar. Right now, what you're saying that's cool. But if LeBron. Stays in the league the rest of his career right now and doesn't do that well, people will start talking about He's his at year 19, though. Okay, bet. Kendrick isn't on year 19. Jordan Let's was, Jordan was Kendrick, slumming it with the Wizards, Terrell, but that didn't but change his greatness. Kendrick not on, on year 19, though. All I'm saying is Kendrick is on year 11, 12, 13. He's been out since 2009. he haven't dropped an album in four years. So when you think about it musically, we can't really compare his career to LeBron's. Like I'm saying... If Kendrick Lamar drops his next album and it's I, and then he just doesn't drop anything else, would you still say he's a Hall of Fame, rock and roll Hall of Fame inductee? That's a big deal. Terrence, would you say Kanye is a Hall of Fame inductee? 100% look at his fucking discography. All right. So think about And been putting in work for over 20 years. What are we talking Kanye about? Kanye arguably put out two trash albums back to back. So we're not having that discussion. We're going to move now on. Now listen. NFL pick. Does that change? That t- Oh, hit that. Uh, Hit the. Hit the. Wow. Uh, because it adds an extra drama, and then it's cold outside, so I'm gonna get hot. But, um. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking about I'm burning up right now, I don't know why. It's yeah, yeah, it's hot as hell. And you're in this light, boy, you already look like a firefly. What do you look like? 
This nigga look, look like a little la- beetle face. Hey, look. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Kanye put out Yay, wasn't that great. The 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 Kanye Jesus album, Jesus is King, wasn't that great. But does that change how great he was because of college dropout, whatever? Con- but he put Kendrick out, could put out put two- out seven immaculate albums before Kendrick, that. six immaculate albums before that. Kendrick has four, three, four great albums. Three. Okay. And let's say Kendrick put out two albums and they not that good. Hall of Fame rock and roll inductee. Terrence. He is the only mm. rapper to win a Pulitzer Prize. Terrell. For he damn. He definitely and has high accolades. But look, James Harden has a high accolades and you don't give him that same respect. That's, but Kendrick has rings that niggas don't James have. Harden is arguably one of the best scoring shooting guards ever. James Harden has zero rings. You can't compare him to Kendrick. Kendrick has three rings. Oh my gosh, rings. you know what? I'm done with this conversation. You're using James Harden. Talk- Let's use somebody that got a ring. But this nigga James Harden can shoot and that's it. I would, I would say J. Cole is more so James Harden. Generational talent. Kendrick, you would put Kendrick up there with LeBron and I'm like, okay. I I'm not really not saying that he's not LeBron. All I'm saying, y'all, is like, it, it seems like to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you got to do some shit that's genre impacting. Beastie Boys. You don't think Kendrick Run has- DMC, Public Enemy, NWA, Tupac all had heavy impact. Kendrick has been very good. You don't think Kendrick has had heavy impact? Would you say that Kendrick... I don't think Kendrick has heavy influence. I don't think people try to be Kendrick. Well, look, there are some these niggas that people had heavy influence. These people literally changed... changed the game, y'all like. You don't think Kendrick changed the game? Did you don't Kendrick, think Kendrick so challenged like, the status quo? So look, James Harden with his step back. These t- let James me James Harden with his step back. He changed the game. He didn't change the game, but look how bit, much of an impact he had. That's why I always compare Kendrick to that of uh, James Harden. Nah, Terrence, this is what you're not thinking about. Because you're thinking about Think the about rings, these- and I get it. But I'm re- more so thinking about like, all right, bet impact in this league. I want you to think about niggas like Tyler the Creator. Big Sean. I want you to think about Good Kid, Mad City. Niggas wasn't doing skits like that. Niggas wasn't trying to be that artistic. Niggas was doing no, skits. No, niggas was not being that artistic. That artistic. People was not doing that. This nigga haven't heard The Chronic. Okay, but look. That's Kendrick was influenced by that. But right. niggas wasn't. Big Sean wasn't doing it. Now he got an album where his, mom, his daddy was speaking, his mom speaking. Whole bunch Kendrick, of shit. Kendrick even had... Kendrick even influenced people like Jay. A fact. Listen to, to do, 444. To do skits? When it, not even just come when it comes to skits, but the way your the album that you make being a cohesive body of work versus it just being a collection of tracks. Kendrick did think about Drake's Take Care versus Good Kid Mad City. Take Care is great, but it's a body of really good tracks. Versus Good Kid, Mad City is the story story. of a good kid in a mad city. Same thing to Pippa Butterfly. Same thing with Damn. And Damn is fucking just... Yeah, you're right. And so that's why I said Kendrick Kendrick came out and challenged the status quo. Kendrick did come out and change the game. I don't think he goes before Kanye, though. I 100% doesn't think he goes before before Kanye. I don't think he goes before Drizzy either. I'm sorry. And that's my man. Drizzy has the numbers, but the art? Which one's more important? I think Kendrick... I don't think that because Kendrick isn't like a versus rapper. Like I would never put Kendrick in a versus because some of his best songs ain't gonna hit with a crowd. 
When we know? talk, and I'm not saying that Kendrick, that Drizzy is better than Kendrick. I just think when it comes to being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So far as impact, it's tough to match Drake. Yeah. Yeah. He got 11 years on top, so. Yeah. But yeah, shout out Jay-Z. That's our guy. Mm-hmm. Put your thoughts in the comment who you think yeah. should go into the Hall of Fame next. Because that yeah. that's a, a interesting conversation. But shout out Jay-Z. That's our guy. It's good to see him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I like how he said he was hoping that the, he could influence the next generation. Definitely doing that. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, I don't, this is another thing, too. He was inducted by Obama and Dave Chappelle. Yeah. It's funny. They said Dave Chappelle got up there and said, I want to apologize. And then said, I'm just fucking with y'all. Because <laughs> you know he's been under fire and shit. He started and was like, I want to apologize. I'm just fucking with y'all. <laughs> Love Dave Chappelle. Love him, man. This yeah. is great. Um. I had a, uh, did you see, I don't know if you've seen Aiden, you know Aiden Ross? I've heard YouTuber. about Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross is a YouTuber, and the only reason why I bring him up is because he has said something I wanted to ask you about it. That's my buddy pass for LA that you signed me up for, thanks. Terrence got me a seven-day pass. They, get, they called me and asked what your number was, because they going to call you and try to... Oh, you. please don't give him my number, please. But, um, but yeah, Aiden Ross has like two million... Subs on Twitter, I mean on uh, on YouTube, but he had tweeted and said that he was mentally drained and he's been depressed and that he's trying to get it together type shit. Yeah. And I was going to ask you about it because I know we talked about it before. I'm going to try to see if I can pull up the tweet. But when it comes to, it seemed like people get fame yeah. or people get popping and then all of a sudden they're like, Look, he said, um, hey, guys, I miss you. I'm thinking of you all. I've been depressed, very down, and mentally drained. I've been staying in New York, fell in love with it, moving out of LA, and going to go back to my roots and do what brought me here today. So to me, my question to you is, or just a hot, something to highlight, it seemed like people get popping and then get like mentally drained. And I think a lot of people, be, well, there was a lot of people that are saying, you have so much this and that and that. How are you depressed? Which I don't think is an equivalent to say. Yeah. But um, I watched the, the conversation of famous person depression. Yeah. Because some people were saying, I'm depressed, I'm mentally drained, and I don't have millions. Yeah. Or, you know. I can't live my life. Some people got to get up, go to work every day to a job they hate, but they got to make ends meet. So I get that, but that doesn't mean the other person can't be depressed, but it's just a good conversation about, you know? Yeah, and I was just saying this, and I say this all the time, believe it or not, that in in reference to that, I saw, I don't know if y'all know who Drewski Too Funny is. Drewski, love Drewski. They asked him what it was like to be famous. Somebody asked him, he was doing like a ask me questions type thing on his story. And, he, and somebody asked him, what is it like to be famous telling you, what, what is it like to get famous or be famous telling your jokes and shit like that? Mm-hmm. And he said, imagine doing something you love for work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After a while, it's going to become like, it's not really something you love anymore. It's just work. When me and Terrell first started doing like music reactions and stuff like that, we fucked with it. It was fun. It was definitely fun. But then after a while, when you realize you got to do the new something that you might not fuck with, mm-hmm. um, 
you just feel like, damn, like I really don't even feel like doing this shit. And then you realize how much people enjoy it when you don't do it. Now it's it's not like you don't feel like you are not working. You feel like you're letting people down. Yeah. And it's like your happiness versus everybody else's. Your happiness? It's like, yeah, it's like either I'm happy or I got to make y'all happy. Facts. And you feel like it's it's millions of y'all versus the one of me. Yeah. And there's always people who push you to do more like, y'all need to be doing this. You need to be doing that, man. Well, you said you was going to do this. When you always had them people throwing that back at you, Mm -hmm. sometimes it, it stacks up against you. I think as far as people saying, well, I'm depressed and I don't have millions. Y'all have to stop doing that. Like, my philosophy is that everybody lives this life and plays this game, and everybody's going to pass the same levels in life. That's why I was telling Terrell, these young niggas that go and make 15, 20 million in the NFL, they 20, you 21 years old. In the NFL, you made 15, 20 million dollars. Bet. You set up for success, all of that, you're good. You've passed the money part of this life shit. That money level that we all got to yep. pass, you figured that shit out early. But now you got to figure out the relationship, love, family aspect after that. So now your, 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 your plan feels different than mine. You got to deal with women that don't, you know what I'm saying? You got to deal with the women in that bracket that know you have millions. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So now you, you're struggling with if they fuck with you because you got millions. Is it real love? These are the challenges you're going to have to face since you crossed that level off early. Me, the average dude who might not have millions yet, you're in a different playing field. There's no expectations of you to have millions. You're not talking to chicks who talk to chicks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that part might be a little bit more easier for you only because you're still in that part of your life. But once you cross that off, I don't think it's – what I'm basically trying to say is like everybody's going to go through the same thing. It's 100% possible for somebody with a bunch of money to be depressed and somebody with no money to be depressed Mm -hmm. because it's not necessarily one of those money don't buy you happiness situations Mm -hmm. more so than it's like everybody's going to go through the same things in life. Mm -hmm. And more money, more problems. More money, more problems. I just feel like you, yeah, like I don't do that anymore. I used to, I remember when, I think, who was it that killed himself? And I don't know anything about his story, but I was so like shocked when we lost Robin Williams. Yeah. Cause I'm like, damn, he was like, seemed like the most happiest guy. He was an actor and he was like, he seemed well off. I was like, damn, how could somebody like that go through like such a dark thing? But I think this is more, it's more of a lesson in knowing that like everybody's living the same life and going through the same shit. So for real, for real. Yeah. And that's why, you know, some people can't take the internet bullying and yeah. when there's millions of people clowning you type shit, mm-hmm. that shit, it can be heavy. Yeah. You know or especially if you, do, if you did something that you might regret. Yeah, man. Like these people who come out and be like, you know what? F whales. Or some big wild take and then all of a sudden you're getting smashed for it. You're like, damn, for real, for real, I wasn't even thinking mm-hmm. when I said that shit. But you, know, but you know what? In this world, you could be a 50 cent and just say, fuck everybody and what y'all think. I'm going to just say what the fuck I want. I don't give a fuck. That's true. You know, I never, remember Dave Chappelle said um, in his new stand-up, he was like, I was getting, I heard I was getting dragged on Twitter, but I don't care because Twitter's not a real place. Damn, yeah. And so that mindset, at least, could keep you sane. Yeah. I, I would imagine it being much worse if you go in a certain building and everybody in the building is like, yeah, but also when your business is online, 
Like, if you are like an Aiden Ross where your social media and your YouTube is, you spend a lot of time there, it can't be tougher. Yeah, because your phone, I was just tweeting that. I was like, the, your phone is the cancer to your progress. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, did you see, I don't know if you've seen that interview with Chloe uh, and Holly, where they were asking them what Beyonce, what, what advice did Beyonce give you guys about, you know, stardom and shit? Yeah. And she said she told them to not read the comp, don't look at the comments at all. Just don't yeah. look at it. Because that shit will drive you insane. I look at all the comments. So when y'all niggas leave comments, guess who reads all of them? Yeah, boy. Terrell. I don't be looking at the comments like that neither. I, will, I like. Terrell be like, did you see that comment? I be like, nah. I like constructive criticism, even when it's harsh. That shit make you better. It does. All right, bet. All right, I think the next thing we should talk about is definitely the uh, the Henry Ruggs incident. Oh, okay, yeah. I was going to save all my sports stuff for the end, but that's fine. Oh, we can save it for the end. We can talk about it now. That just made it awkward. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't already brought it up. What did you have next, though? Ah. Uh, Hate it, love it. I got a lot of sports shit. Top. It's all good. And then, of course, I got uh, Harder They Fall. You don't got to save it for the... I know y'all probably heard of the, the Henry Ruggs situation. First off, Henry Ruggs. If you don't know who he is, he plays football for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, American he football. He's actually pretty good. Yep. Uh, definitely, he was their yeah, generational talent. Yeah. He averaged, I think, the most yards per catch. Average because of how many... And he's a rookie, In the league, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. He's First a rookie. Year. Probably right behind Jamar Chase. He's ahead of Jamar Chase in terms of uh, yards per catch. Jamar Chase has the most touchdowns in the league. Wow. But he was, but he was balling because, bro, that, that Derek Carr, Henry Ruggs. Bro, he was cooking. Threat, that that yeah. deep threat was, was crazy. But uh, that being said, I'm not sure what day it was, but recently he was involved in, a, in an accident where he was drunk. Uh, intoxicated, uh, and he was in an accident that killed a 23-year-old girl. They, I don't think they said the girl's name yet. And her dog. Yeah, they did. They did. And they got a picture of her. Man. And her dog. It's actually sad as fuck. Yeah. Unfortunately, the accident left the girl and her dog deceased. Or, I don't know if I said that right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, sure. Yeah, but I mean, it's a fucked up situation, y'all. Yeah. He posted a uh, illegal... Legally, if you point if you post a point zero eight, then you are not, you know, coherent enough to drive. He posted a point one six, so double the minimum. Damn yeah, he was two times so, over the. He was two times over. And they said this nigga was going one hundred and fifty six miles per hour. That's crazy. Yeah. And there's speculation that he really wasn't really going one hundred fifty, and it was really one twenty. But everybody was like, "Nigga, you're going over one hundred miles an hour. Drunk as fuck. Drunk as fuck. Nigga, over eighty. If you're going, if you're drunk as fuck, but you have to get home and you put on your hazards and drive 40, 30, and everybody go around you, that's different because you're not really putting nobody's life at risk. That's what I'm saying. On the road. But when you jetting like that, drunk as fuck, like, I think this is a classic case of somebody living that fast life. You out in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Everything is, is, is cool. Y'all actually winning games. You're a big part of that. Yep. That shit is like a movie almost. Like, you live in this high life, and then you go and do the, like, you go and make a fucking terrible mistake. I'm not gonna sit here and judge him and act like 
I've never drove drunk before. I didn't want to come on a podcast and be open about that. We've all done it. Mm-hmm. So to sit up here and say, you a fool. You should have took an Uber. You should have did all of that. I can't necessarily say that because I know my dumb ass be like, fuck a Uber. Oh, I yeah. can make it home type mm-hmm. shit. And we've all done. Yeah. We've all made the mistake of getting in the car and inebriate. So mm-hmm. I'm not even going to sit here and say he should have got an Uber and all of that. For me, the main thing that I think about is even when I'm in my car now, and shout out my boy Don Juan, R7 shit. Anyway, it's like I don't get why certain niggas drive so fast. The mm. only reason why I shout out Don because he got a fast car, so I get you got a fast car, you drive so fast. But it's but like, then he had a fast car too. He had that fast ass Corvette. And my thing is like, if you going over hundred miles an hour, I, I know when I'm on a when I'm on the road and niggas drive past me going so fast, I'm like. I get it. I'm not that guy. But I'm always like, damn, why so fast? Like, with other people out here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. It's, um, that's the main thing I think about when a nigga zoom past you. It's like, damn, like, people be, it's, it's, it's all, you know, people be showboating. People be trying to show off. They car, they got that nice fast engine or whatever. Yeah. It's loud. Or they just, some people just have a need for speed. I mean, it's the same thing you can say about Paul Walker. Like Paul Walker said, if if speed kills me, don't cry because I promise you I was smiling type shit. Like that's one of his famous quotes. That's not necessarily the not best. to compare that to this because this is way different. But I'm right. just saying. And some Paul people- Walker, at least when we found out that Paul Walker died in a very fucked up way, we just felt like, damn, he was doing what he loved though, because we met him with this need for speed shit, like yeah. car shit. Mm-hmm. So him being involved in the accident is like, damn, Paul Walker in these cars. Like, yeah. however, yeah. him and he dude, didn't kill somebody nah. that was just or literally dropped a friend off at home, and minutes later that happened. And so it's a real sad situation, especially for the family. You know, you gotta, you have, you live a. Think about that family. You live a regular Nevada life. Mm-hmm. Such and such, your daughter, sister, best friend is just dropping somebody off, and all of a sudden this happens because somebody was drunk. There's no way to. Nah, I hate it. Yeah, there's no way to speak on. I think it's a lesson for everybody to, again, not drive drunk, and to. And it's like. Yeah. Literally. It's a lesson for people to not don't drive don't don't drive drunk and think about other people because it's really not about you. Yeah, you want to get home. Yeah, you trying to do this. And I don't know if you, you trying to show off, whatever. But you could, you could seriously hurt somebody else and then end up behind bars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, it's just, it's fucked up behind. It's fucked up for that reason. That's what makes it fucked up. Because I'm not going to lie. Initially, I felt bad for Henry Ruggs. Or initially, mm-hmm. when they said he was in an accident, somebody got hurt. And somebody got killed. I was like, damn, that always is a fucked up situation. He got in an accident. He was drunk. But then when I found out he was going 100 and whatever, and he posted a .16, it was like, all right. I you it, was just incoherent. Yeah, and it hurts for us because as black men, we understand the loss of opportunity and yeah. how scarce an opportunity like that. I mean, we're, not, we're all not talented enough to play in the NFL, let alone be good enough to make real money. Shit, AFL, QFL. That's what I'm saying. So, like, just to know the opportunity he had snatched by a mistake you made. But there's yeah. another thing. Like, just to get on man time for real. No music, though. Mm-hmm. Henry Ruggs, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what are you doing, bro? 
You're going 100 something miles per hour. Let's say, all right, yeah, yeah, well, it wasn't really 156. Where did they get 156 from? We're going with 156. Uh-huh. Damn, uh huh. Damn your lawyer coming out and saying, well, really, it was 120. Fuck that. Even 120 is ridiculous, but we going to stick with 156. You're going with one, you're going 156 miles an hour, right? And your fast ass car, you're drunk. I've been there. But look, this is the part that throws me. Nigga had a uh, uh, illegal, a loaded illegal firearm in the whip. And just to get on man time, it's like on some, on, on some left shit. Y'all niggas really should just live your life. Henry Ruggs, you in the NFL. You're living out in Vegas. You're probably in the great areas. I don't think that Henry Ruggs is going home to the hood every day. You can correct me if I'm wrong or if he's like from a hood. But you had a loaded illegal firearm in the car. That's not helping you at all. And it's like you're a millionaire. You could at least have it legal. What the fuck do you have that for? And why, why, do, why niggas want to live this life? You know what happens? You niggas get money and then you want to live like you want to be Lil Dirt. Or you want to be like these rappers. You really don't have to. And look, there's nothing wrong with carrying a firearm. Definitely nothing wrong with carrying a firearm. But it, illegally, and you got a millionaire, that's what I don't get. That's what I don't get either. You have all the money to get whatever permit faster than anybody. Like, you might as well. I, I, and I, I don't know how hard it is to get a firearm legally in Nevada. It could have been one of those situations where he had a, a legal firearm in a couple states, and Nevada right. wasn't a clear state, so it was declared illegal. That could have happened. I don't know. But... To have an illegal firearm, it is like, all right. The loss of the 23-year-old girl made me think about the people that I know, because 23 are close age, like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got friends that are between 23 and 30 right now. So it's like, I think about, damn, I could have lost one of my friends behind this bullshit. And I, it just made me think, like, all right, babe, you're balling, you're drunk, loaded firearm. It's no I, way If to- somebody lose their life over you, like, trying to be... Oh, I gotta. Oh, I'm gonna be driving fast. I'm drunk. I'm out here. Yeah, like yeah. You're a fucking stupid ass nigga. Yeah. Hard truth. The hard truth is this is a dumbass mistake. I feel bad for you because you fucked the money up. I feel bad for you in the same sense I feel bad for like the nigga from Squid Game, for, for believing a nigga with the marble shit. Mm-hmm. It was sad, but for real, for real, you're an idiot. I said it immediately. You're an idiot for taking this deal. Oh, who? Uh, Ali. Remember when he was like, please. We can find people. I'm like, don't believe this motherfucker. Yeah. Song this nigga will. got his life on the line. Right. That's different. That's weird game. But bottom line, I'm just saying, in the same sense where everybody was sad, I more so see the idiot, the, 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 the stupidness of it. I don't even know if it's stupid. This nigga couldn't say idiocracy. <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> fuck that up. I couldn't see the idiot. I was about to say idiocy. <laughs> but no, I feel you, bro. It's the same, like, I don't, just don't really have, like, a, all right, but nah, yeah. right, this is dumb shit. I Dar- feel bad, yeah. but, all right, come on. Dar- Somebody lost their they family. And that dog? Did you see the picture of the dog? It, it, look, that, I can't look at it. <laughs> it's just, it, Derek Carr came out and said, oh, yeah, Henry Ruggs needs love, and he needs somebody to be there for him. I can understand the weight of it and how you didn't mean to do it. 100% understand that. Now's not the time for sympathy for you, though, because you had non-life-threatening injuries and somebody lost their life. Right. I understand how you could potentially feel, and I wouldn't fault your loved ones for staying close to you and supporting you um, because that's what love is. You support somebody through everything. But don't look for sympathy from the public. Expect the outrage, especially when you kill somebody. That's right. it. And you're in Las Vegas. You drunk driving in Vegas and you killed somebody, they're not about to play with you, bro. Yeah. They're not going to play with you because, look, 
Stephen A reported on first take that somebody dies every 52 minutes from a drunk driving accident based on the data. Mm-hmm. So literally, like he was saying, in between this hour, somebody could die from that. And that's just pure negligence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like standing next to a nigga who has a gun and he accidentally pulls the trigger. You die. Nah, he didn't mean to shoot me. But like, this is a bullshit way to die. It's negligence. Right. And I just feel like, since you in Las Vegas with it, where everybody want to come out there and get drunk and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. They're liable to make an example out of you, is what they were saying. And I believe it. Ella just posted. Yes, sir. Ella May. Yes. And it was her B-Day yesterday. Damn. Happy birthday, Ella. R.I.P. to the, the family of the girl um, who lost her life, her and her, her dog. R.I.P. to her family and friends. Um, in, that, in that situation, man. Yeah, man. It's a sad situation. R.I.P. to the girl. I wish I knew her name, but... Um, let me see. I got a question for you. Not a question, but a couple topics that niggas asked me a couple weeks, a week ago or so. I was about to ask some shit to you. This girl said, um, she wanted advice on either her or, it's, I don't know if it's a girl or a guy, but they said that they wanted advice on dealing with an ex that keeps texting and calling their family and friends, their family members. Yeah. But they bash you on social media. So they have an ex that, you know, tries to stay close to the family. They yeah. keep hitting the family up, talking to the family over text and stuff. But on social media, they bash you. So what I would say is you have to check your family. Yeah. Because why the fuck are they even still entertaining this person if they're your ex? Let me just tell you how it works in the Mallory household. <laughs> if I don't fuck with somebody, we all don't fuck with you. Yeah. And it could not even be on no negative shit. But ah, that's not necessarily true. That is true. Because if you, but you have to push that button. You know what I'm saying? You, because that's the reason why your family will still hit people up. Because you haven't said that you're not okay with it. Yeah, you're right. If now, if you go to your family and tell your family that you're not okay with it, and then they still, then that's like a bigger issue. But I would challenge you on if you've already done that. Yeah. Check your family because they, if, if you feel that way, they need to know you don't fuck with that. And what this person's doing to you on social. And if you're on the other side of it, it's like, come on, bro. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah, or sis like, or whoever's doing this. People petty as fuck. Just let it go, bro. I know it, I know how it feels to lose somebody and then you kind of like feel like you got like you want to keep connections with the people who they're around. Mm-hmm. And you can do that, but if somebody's bashing somebody at the same sense, that's just yeah. Yeah. You definitely should check your family. All you gotta for real do is let your family know they bashing me on social media. Your family should follow suit. Now there are some people who have family members who don't know how to who don't understand that it's like yo like yeah that's a fuckery situation it is but you're right I think you do gotta check your family in that situation just cause yeah yo this dude said something about I don't even know his name on Twitter but if you look if you listen to this you dude was like y'all should do a segment on best feelings or some shit yeah that's my boy K K from three hundred two. My guy, Turn or up. Kai. I think his name's Kai. I was sitting there. I said, you know what? I'm about to just randomly just start writing down all of the best feelings in the world that I can think of. And I can only think of a couple. You ready? Right. Uh, when you was a youngin' and you drank that motherfucking hose water after y'all been balling, Ooh. that shit was like the super secret stuff for real. It was. 
Like dead ass. Some the, of the best water ever. Mm-hmm. Some people don't know them days. Nah, some of y'all don't. Some of y'all only know the water bottle. If you never drank from a water, if, if you, you never, never drank your from your mouth a on the on the no hum, well, ain't even that. You don't you put, put your, your mouth, mouth on, on it. Spigot or put your mouth down by the spigot. Down by the spigot, yeah. The best hoses to drink from. You put your you put your mouth on the spigot. Fuck it, Terrence. Hell no, you fucking filthy tin can foil You're link mouth nigga. You're drinking the same water. It's hitting the spigot when it go. What you put in your hand? All your still. I bet all your cat. I bet all your uh, fillings are silver. <laughs> mouth full of lead. Mouth full of lead and caps. <laughs> but look, the best hose to drink from on some dirty shit was the hose where the water came out smooth. And it didn't come out with that, that yeah, rough like, ass yeah, bubble right. spray. It if it was a smooth water hose, whoo, you felt like you had the motherfucking Great Valley on uh, Land Before Time. I should tell y'all, I, we should have a, I should have a story time. You know what I'm thinking about doing this. When I tried out for basketball, just random, we could only drink from the water fountain for three seconds. They had us running, they had us running all day. We, we just ran. We didn't play any basketball the first day. I remember this that. This is random. When we, went to the back, when we went to the water, you could only drink water for three seconds. And I'm telling y'all, y'all ever drink water from a water fountain? Y'all know how hard it is to actually get the water ah! in your mouth? Like, and you got this big, brolic, strong-ass nigga over you. One, two, three. They will pull you off that bitch. I'm like, what are we trying to accomplish with this? Is this like, are we being drafted to the military? But there's that. Look, this is another best feeling ever. When you was young, you had a water gun and like you filled it up and it was full. Ooh, yeah, and you yes, put the sir. top on a full water gun. It's like, yo, I'm I'm about, I'm about to light niggas up. Yeah, I've had water guns that was great, and then I've had water guns that it didn't even work out that well. Yeah, remember the backpack joint you had, the little the little joint. Yeah, yeah but that joint was y'all like trash in, in combat though, cause you run out of water fast. Cause you ran out of water fast, and then the, the little stream I had, I said this joint nice, but wasn't nothing better than super soaker. Super soaker. See, now we, now we kind of adults, so Super Soaker take on a whole different meaning. But back in the day, if you had Super Soaker... If you had a Super Soaker, you was, you was you untouchable the on the block. Do you remember the Super Yo. Soaker commercials? Hey, look, created by a black man. Yes, sir. Turn his up. name is Lenny... Uh, hold on, his name is Larry. I did a project on this nigga. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> back when Terrell was on the morning announcements. All right, Terrence. I think that's amazing. His name was a- Lonnie Johnson. Yeah, shout out Created to Created the water gun, not just the Super Soaker, the water gun, period. Yep, the gun yep. that shoots water. Also, black person created the stoplight. So all you niggas that's getting tickets and running red lights, green lights, and now you safe because niggas ain't T-boning? Brother. Brother. But um, another best thing. Nah, but them joints help us get around, you know? That's yeah. A good, that's a good image. Essential. Black man created the wheel. Did you know that? And the clock. But that's a little far back, and y'all don't want to talk about y'all that. Y'all don't want to talk about that. And we, and we invented bathing. About to say. We brought a lot of shit to this. I'm telling you. Look up the more. Look at the Moors. But that's a deeper combo. Uh, best feeling. Hey, look up. Look, what, what did uh, Dante Wilder say? Tell them if, if they don't believe it, then tell them to go look up their history. <laughs> <laughs> but look, his fine people. Look, best feelings. You, oh, me and Terrence, nah, this is a Gaithersburg. Every time I get what? Every, oh a spam call. The spam calls are getting more and more creative. Them motherfuckers will be right up the street from you. Yeah. The well, number will be right up the road type shit. To the point where you're like, look, is this a job? <laughs> I'm not looking for it, but that's how some people get caught up. They either, You apply for 30 jobs. Oh, yeah. You, hey, look, you sending your job to voicemail. <laughs> it's a spam. I send, I send everybody to voicemail now because I don't know who the fuck it is. But best feel, back to the best feelings. Me and Terrence been cutting our own hair for about 14 years now. Mm. 
But there's nothing that compares to that feeling of when you get out of that barber chair, when the barber spray the uh that shit on your the head, sheen the sheen on like you, sheen. and look the neck junk come off. You be take that off. You just feel extra. You fresh. Go to the mirror and be like, yeah, the best shit ever. I don't know if it's the best feeling for y'all, but the best feeling for me is when I take my pre workout. And that Jonah's in full effect. For some reason, I start feeling I it. I really different. wasn't trying to go there, but I know, let's I know, get it. But look, that's a, that's a, that's a good yeah. feeling. That's, 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 that's one of my feelings that I... That's one of the feelings that I strive for every... Like on a daily basis type shit. Yeah, but you don't always get it. Sometimes I'll be taking my pre-workout and I'll be like, look. Yeah. I need to take... I, but you know what? I'm about to get the actual joint that like gets all the pre-workout in the bottle. Because the shit trying we doing with the water bottle? Yeah, yeah that shit is terrible. It's ridiculous. Uh... uh <laughs> Best feeling. Christmas best. morning, Thanksgiving morning, Easter morning. Best feelings. For me, best feeling would definitely be Christmas morning, but it was nothing like being a youngin'. To me, to me, the best feeling as far as Christmas is when it's like a couple days before Christmas. You know what the best feeling is? That let's, was the let's, best. Let's talk for real. Best feeling. I got some other best feelings here too. Best feeling that I can think of, and shout out to Kai. That's my guy. Um so one of the most solid Ravens fans I know. I think he's a Ravens fan. Fuck the Ravens. But I'm about to say the fuck solid, the Ravens, but then again, we fuck the Ravens. He's either Ravens or Steelers. Either there's some somewhere up in the AFC North. <laughs> <laughs> but best feeling when you first kiss a junk that you've been trying to get, or that's the best feeling, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that first kiss. Cause there's still sexual tension on the table. Yeah. But you kind of knock a little bit of it off with that kiss. It really ain't the all right, but yeah. But like sometimes it's more like the first. The I'm first, not even. Wait. The first kiss, low key, is better than the first smash. Because the. the, the and this is, the, this is a, my opinion. Because like the sexual tension builds so much that when you finally smash, it's like. It's like a release finally. of that tension. Yeah. But it's like a payoff of the tension. But that first kiss is like a. It's something about it. I don't know how to the explain The first it. kiss, y'all, like, solidifies the child, like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fuck with each other. It, it take you it off take that friends. Friend. Yeah, yeah, you on your friends uh -huh. list. My nigga. Uh, but you're right. You're right. I can agree with that. You're right. Damn, you're right. All right, bet. So, all right, let's stay in that same sense with shorties. Best feelings. That second kiss is, is low-key fire, too. Not the second kiss. The first time... But you, let's say you take a Joan out. Yeah. When you drop her off, y'all kiss. The next time y'all get together, that's we talking about best feelings, Terrell. Like, all right, man, that's a good feeling. But like, we talking about best feelings. All right, right. you're right. I'm getting a little carried away. <laughs> that's, what that that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I would say the first time that y'all chill, it's a, it's a dope feeling. That shit could be a hit or miss. That's a dope feeling, but that ain't best feeling. When it, when it, when you're not you on my level. That when ain't best hits. feeling. When it hits, if y'all have a good ass time, that is that is dope. You a weird ass golf playing ass nigga looking like. Anyway, <laughs> uh, oh, this was a uh, best feeling. Uh, when you see that, when you when you see that pic and you just know you're gonna post it. When you when somebody take a pic and you like, oh, that's fire! Like, yeah. you're like oh, I'm about <laughs> to get my shit off. You thinking about the caption and all of that mm -hmm. already? There's that. Uh, when you thought somebody was asleep and then you call them and they answer or they call you, I feel like that's a really fulfilling feeling. Yeah. When you get that phone call, it's like. Phone ringing. Hey, when you when you shoot your shot and you make it, okay. Like if you if you DM a chick and Terrell. actually, okay, bet. 
But I bet. But we really talking about best feelings That's that the aren't best obvious. Feeling. That aren't obvious. Yeah. You're right. We were no. trying to talk about the sleeper joints. Like I said, the water gun with the faucet and spigot. Nigga, all right, what else you got on the list? Nothing. Uh, I said, when your football team win a Super Bowl, best feeling. No, a lot no, of niggas can't relate. Nah, fuck that. Best feeling is after the game when you get them snacks. Fire. The fucking orange peel after the game. The, or the orange peel at halftime. The honey bunny bag of chips. Look, we didn't play The like mini that. Gatorade. <laughs> For niggas, it's really when you score a touchdown, but we can't relate. <gasps> anyway, <laughs> when you get the snacks after the game. Uh-huh, or the halftime orange peel. Oh, look, or if you was at the lit game, they had the hot dog. Hey, look, that Ooh, hot dog at the Little League game God. that come in a foil. I would get it today. I would get it. I would get three today. How much are they? Seven dollars. Here you go. Yeah. I'm supporting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, when you was young, you got a motherfucking blue huggy. Oh, my God. Huggies was fire, period. Or the little ice cream. You peeled a little joint off. You had the chocolate and vanilla on both yes. sides. Y'all wasn't outside with the wooden spoon. Y'all wasn't outside. Y'all wasn't outside. When you heard the ice cream truck coming. Right. These niggas don't know about the screwball from the ice cream Come truck. Come man. Y'all don't know about them lemon heads. Y'all don't know about the Tweety Bird. Y'all don't know about the Tweety, Tweety Bird with the gumdrop eyes. Y'all don't know about the Sonic the Hedgehog. Y'all niggas don't know about the ice cream with the gumdrop eyes. <laughs> <laughs> when you done, you get another snack. The Spider-Man joint was fire. <laughs> the uh, the Snoopy joint. The Snoopy joint. It was like vanilla and chocolate. That joint was that joint looked fire, but for real, for real, I never got that. Hey, look, uh, you can't go, you can't talk ice cream truck without mentioning the strawberry shortcake. Come on, fire. bro. Chocolatey clear. Chocolatey clear. Fire. Hey, look, let me tell you something. The, the, I didn't the, the firebreaker. I know this shit. Let's hey, go. Look, the firebreaker was fire. The scribbler. Uh, the scribblers fire. Bro, remember the uh, remember the uh. Remember the, the push pop? Remember the twin? Remember the twin pop? If you ain't had no money, it only cost a dollar, but it gave you two pops. It gave you two, you give it to you your man. Split it for it. That's real shit. Trenches. That's real shit. We was in the trenches for real. Look, in the nicest in the night ever. <laughs> Trench, nigga. <laughs> ice cream truck shit. But look, real shit. When you heard that ice cream truck, it was like, no matter what all of us doing, we all immediately say, uh -huh. should I buy some shit right now? Yup. Mm -hmm. We could be in the middle of a game and we all run home and get our money. And then you grew up to find out the, the ice cream truck song was actually a racist as fuck. Yeah, and let me tell you, that used to fuck shit up though. We used to be, we used to be playing basketball, the game would get heated. We only down two, ice cream truck come. Everybody scattered. Yep. And we always was like, look, come on, y'all, we gotta finish that game. I hope you ain't about to go home. I think I'm about to go in the crib. Like, no, fuck uh -huh. that. We was getting ready to come back on y'all niggas. Telling you, man. What was I gonna say? No, that's it. That's it. That's it. I ain't got enough. And that's all I got for the. Best spelling uh, thing. Shout out to that dude because for real, for real, life is full of that. Just the best feelings ever to certain people. You know, yeah. if you was a fisherman, it could be when you finally get that fish on the line. Or if you was a hairstylist, when you know that you set somebody up. There's so many different mm -hmm. feelings that I feel like people can You remember that? I remember asking you that. Remember going to Pet Rally? Pet that Rally. feeling when you walk in that motherfucking gym. When you walk into the back. And let me tell you, if you're a if you fly nigga. If you're a young fly cat. When you walk into the basketball game or something, and you got on your new gear, your new, it could be shoes, it could be a new outfit. Y'all had y'all first 6 p.m., 7.30 game. Look, y'all got out of school at 3. Yeah. You come back for the game, and look, you walk in the bleachers. Y'all don't understand that, man. You walk in the game, and the bleachers is filled with bad jumps from your school, other school, or you go to Gwen. Remember we used to go to the Gwen Park game? Yes. Bad mm -hmm. jumps from Gwen Park. Gwen Park had the finest cheerleaders. Our cheerleaders was fine. Yeah, kind of. It was a couple. We had a couple. Nah, who had the it finest was something cheerleaders? Something about them Gwen Park cheerleaders. It wasn't bro. Gwen Park that had the finest cheerleaders, bro. Yeah. Wise. We didn't play wise all the time. Yeah. All the time. Who had the baddest cheerleaders? I can't even remember. I if you the... played Flowers or any of the schools in Waldorf, bad, bad jumps up here. 
No bullshit. Westlake, North Point. Baddies. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It was bad Johnson Ward. I'm telling you, man. But it look, was just a hike to get to him. This is another thing, too. Walking in the gym to a basketball or anything off the lake, that's, that's, that's <laughs> top tier. <laughs> that's top tier. But you know what was another thing? This is a little bit more, little, little bit more unrelatable for folks. But my, our mother used to drop us at the front of the go-go. Complete opposite feeling. Oh, yeah. I ain't want to walk in front of all them <laughs> motherfuckers. My mother would drop us at the front of the club. We like, ma, the line back there. Y'all going to get out right here. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we get out with our basic ass fits on because we only got $10 again. <laughs> we get, I'm getting out with some 498s on. Uh-huh. You got to walk that line. I got to walk this long ass line. Everybody looking at you like, look at these champ ass niggas about to come in here. Late as shit. <laughs> Cray. But, uh. But yeah, shout out to that man. Shout out to the best villains out there. Shout out to my guy. I think his name Kyron Theo too. That's my guy. So there's some solid cat. I've been following people back on Twitter. Because there's some solid folks on Twitter. You just fucked up. Look. You know you <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> I'm solid, bro. Follow me back. Hook me up with that follow back, real. Terrence is on that bullshit. Some people have gotten me that way though. Yeah. They'll be like, yo, hit me for a follow, follow me back. Or if you. If, we, if you know I'm a Broncos fan and you fucking with me about the game and we might play your team, I might be like, you know what? The only reason I start uh, following Kyle is because he was fucking with me with the fucking Ravens game. Oh, okay, yeah. And then we end up losing to them niggas. Honestly, I don't be following people back like that unless I know you or, or if I go to your page and fuck with what you do because sometimes you'll, you'll hook a nigga up with the follow and then you seeing some random shit on your timeline and you're like, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, you accidentally follow a nigga that's, that's retweeting all the porn pages. Oh, yeah. Or some, yeah, it's like, all right, baby. Bunch yeah, of booty, yeah, booty bouncing on I'm your page. Yeah, shit. And, and y'all niggas who still don't know that we can see your likes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So-and-so like this video and you got this nigga just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, why am I seeing this? Oh, man, it's hilarious. Yeah. All right, bet. let's move on. Um, hey, we do got Tech Corner today. Not right now. We gonna let, I'm gonna let my man Rail get it. No, you got it. Why Rail laughing? The only thing I was going, only thing we got in Tech Corner, but I couldn't leave it out. Shout out to the Tech Corner. We back. Look, because <laughs> it's not always here. Hey, look, we like the food truck. Yeah. I was counting on this for lunch today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you in the joint with a with the shorty bag of Doritos? Uh huh. Look, the crackers with the cheese stick. Can't <laughs> wait till I get off. Uh, Facebook changed its name to Meta. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Metaverse. I was about to say, as the company is headed towards the metaverse, and I was trying to do some research on what exactly the metaverse is, and I got some pulls from what the people at Facebook are saying and the way they explain it, but it says the way that they explain this metaverse is, uh, quote, a set of virtual spaces where you can create and explore with other people who aren't in the same physical space as you, end quote. Um, the way that they explain this, it seems a little 2K, let's go to the park-ish. <laughs> that, that's what it felt like. I was like, look, they were like in a room and it's like, hey, Jennifer. Hey, Brad. Yeah, like, we're just starting our meeting. It's like, y'all niggas can just have get on And they avatars and shit like that. And look, Nike just did their whole shit. They, they apply for new patents for virtual. Because they about to have a virtual store that you can go to. It feels like 2K. We're literally getting ready to be like, uh, what's the name of that dope ass movie? Thirty. Ready player. Ready player one. Ready player one. <gasps> it's when we're like headed towards that. Like, 
Zuckerberg said, your devices won't be the focal point of your attention anymore. And it's like, I want you to, I want you to peep this. This is the man who 17 years ago changed the way everybody does everything. Yeah. He said Facebook is one of the most, he was like, Facebook is the most popular product of all time. He said Facebook is one of the most popular products of all time. One of the most used products ever is how he talks about Facebook. Mm-hmm. He said, but we want to, he said, but it doesn't encompass everything that we want to do. It's like, damn, when I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and be like, all right. I'm like, all right, this is the man who's responsible for all of this shit I hit. Twitter, yeah. IG, Snapchat. All this social media, for real, for real. There would be no social media without Facebook. Without Facebook, Facebook took it there, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facebook really took it there. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, like, I'm trying to hear him out. I was just saying, I don't want to be the old-ass parent that's trying to tell my kids, what is that shit that you're trying to do? I'm trying to, like, actually know what the fuck is going on. And this Facebook meta subject, I would advise people to try to pay attention to and key in on, and if you can get involved, get involved. Yes. If they have a meta website, go and make a meta account. You want to start now. Look at the people like me who've had their Twitter from, since 09. 09. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let me Because as soon as they started it up, it was like, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to make one. I know people who was like, fuck Twitter, I'm going to wait. Don't be that person, y'all. Because those going to be the same motherfuckers whose kids are using iPads the same iPads we using now, their kids gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Their kids not even right. born yet. Exactly. I'm Get not, fr- the I'm future to be is front of this shit. Yep. For sure. And as much as we can sit on our stoop sometime and be the old heads on the block, some yeah. of this young, some of this shit that's coming out while people are in their teens, when y'all turn 28, 29, mm-hmm. oh, they wanna be way. It's gonna be way different. I can't wait to see where virtual reality goes. Me too. Because that shit is actually cool as fuck. Like I used to sell Oculus, but them shits are dope. Yeah. It's fuck. The fact that I could be in the bottom of a sea looking around and I'll turn around and I'm in still in a, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm in a completely different space. Yeah. I feel like, like you said, Ready Player One, that's coming. And that's what I think Zuckerberg means when he says, or what Facebook, people at Facebook mean when they say, you can create and explore with other people who are in the same physical space, space as you. Imagine me and you go to the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. Or imagine having a girlfriend. In the Bay Area right now, right? And she say, and you say, yo, I'm going to take you out tonight. This sounds ridiculous, y'all, but this is the tech corner. I'm going to take you out tonight in the metaverse. You put on your virtual reality headphones. I put on my virtual reality headphones. And not only can I create some shit that she can physically see around her, I could take her somewhere. I can enjoy her company in a different way than talking on the phone and being on FaceTime. Yeah. We can actually say, hey, turn around real quick. Look at this. Look what I'm holding in the metaverse. I'm really in my crib. Imagine saying, hey, you remember we was walking around the metaverse that day and we went and some, remember we saw that piglet and I picked it up and put it on my head and spin in a circle? It's like, yeah. that could be the reality right. of the future. And think about what dating apps could do. You could meet somebody at the metaverse. Meet me at the metaverse. You could like it could be instead of you getting on Tinder, you can go in the club and to see the, the GTA dancing shit. You see an avatar, you said Shawty ah. moving that thing. <laughs> Look, she moving that tail. Cause you know we gonna be weird as fuck. <laughs> she moving them bionic or whatever. I'm t- I'm t- you know Bottom what? Line, <laughs> it's gonna be some weird niggas on there too. It's gonna be yeah, oh yeah, but for sure. But like my thing is like, all right, bet everything start off weird as shit. Facebook started off as like an app where niggas go on there and say. 
Yes, no, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Tinder, Facebook was that first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She's a, she's this, she's that. Now nah, I don't like her. Yeah, yeah I like her. But like for real, for real. Because no, relationship it got status, relationship status started all of that. Like think about Twitter and Instagram. There's a cool part of Instagram and a cool like you know like the the cool people on there. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we can make it cool. Like we can make you can, we can make the metaverse somewhere where it's like yeah. So imagine instead of you swiping on a phone looking at girls, you are walking around the metaverse and like say your uh, your profile is you. Let's say you don't have a weird ass dinosaur avatar. Let's say it's really you and you see another joint and you walk up to her and be like, hey, yo, how you doing? She's like, hey. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm just. That's a different way of life that we sit in here and we look at it like it's nerdy shit. And like, real, we, real. We, and you won't. That's the thing you say you can. You telling people to take hold of it, but the reality is that you don't have a choice. Yeah. That motherfucker is it's coming. coming. Hey, look, I met your mother in the, in the metaverse. Yeah, we not there yet. Yeah. It's weird to say, yeah, I met your mother online, on Instagram. Like, you tell an old person, an old person asks, where did you meet? And you say, oh, we met on Instagram. They be like, look, what the hell? Yeah. What the fuck is Instagram? It's like, just because we didn't meet at a fucking Central Park, like, or at some, you know, a spot mass- like y'all, it's the future. Your grandkid could be working on a history project one day and literally be working on... You can see in his history books, Facebook, IG, shit we never seen. Mm-hmm. That's crap. Because you know that it's not going to be in there. Black history. <laughs> that was supposed to hit way harder than it did. This nigga's throat didn't even chuckle. All right, bet. Nah, you know what? You're right, though. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to get rid of that shit. I mean, yeah, yeah, that critical race, her- race theory shit. I, was, I, was, I went down that rabbit hole the other day. Yeah. Won't go there. But um, what else did I have on here? Oh, if somebody's flirting with you real heavy, and then randomly they disappear, like somebody you talking to somebody, you felt you talking to somebody, and then all of a sudden they won't return your calls, won't return your texts. The person that they're dealing with started acting right, and so now you don't get any attention. Don't allow yourself to be used. That goes for ladies, fellas, primarily the fellas, because fellas pretty much I think do that. Fellas pretty much go through that the most. I would argue. 100. Because women be on some sneaky shit. Girls would be like, fuck you, nigga. I don't, I don't give a fuck about you. Whatever. Fuck you. Then they'll go talk to somebody else. That's a fact. Give another nigga some attention, but then once the shit get right, you be go. So if that does happen to you, then hey. Yeah, There's somebody you, else in the picture. Or you could have threw them off. Never, never discount that. Also, somebody I, just stops talking to you. Mm-hmm. You could have def- You need to retract what you, what y'all, y'all last couple days. Let me tell you, I had a dope-ass quote that I like. Um, it's not really a Terrell's tip, but um, where... You know how hard it is to get to your fucking likes on Instagram? You oh, you getting ready to switch the topic from what you just said? Well, it's kind of in the same range, but... Okay. What, did you have anything else to say about that? I was just going to ask. I saw something that said every girl has a backup name or a backup dude. You believe that? 100%. I think not. Okay, look, not every. I think every woman and man. Every makes it like not everybody, but I think there's a lot of women out here that are that that are single. Yeah. That if y'all start talking, even if y'all start talking heavy, until y'all official, they gonna keep certain niggas in the picture just in case you really fuck up. Yeah. Because as long as y'all not official, y'all not official. And this is what women do. They frame that shit to make it look like you haven't asked me to be official yet, so I don't know what you're doing. They want to know what they can do. Yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. So I'm not about to cut these niggas off. Because That's why women don't want to be in no situation shit with you. It's like, what we doing? What is this? 
so I can know if I could cut these niggas off or not. Same. What you all said about women was so untrue. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, hey, I got a quote for you that I know you'll like. Hit it. It says, uh, don't let your relationship rob you of your individuality. 100. And I think that's super, super, super important. That is important. very important. Saw that shit on Twitter, and I was like, damn, you know what? There's a lot of people that might be in relationships that your relationship can become everything is about y'all. Right. And very simple. Ask yourself right now. Look at your relationship. You're in a relationship right now. Ask yourself who you are without this. What you going to do? What would you be doing? What would you be into? If you have a hard time not looking at, looking to your left. Hold on, wait. Expound on that, though. You mean like what would you do for fun type shit or? Just period. Where would you be in life and what would you be doing and what would you be up to on a day-to-day basis if you ain't had if you wasn't in this relationship? That be the hard thing to think about. All right, bet. If this if, if this wasn't here. It's the same thing with you and me. We're not in a relationship or anything, but like I think about if this nigga Terrell was not sitting right here right now, what would I be doing? If me and you didn't have this? So it's almost like I can see how and I've Literally been there where it's like the relationship becomes who your partner is. And sometimes as a as a man at least, you can definitely tell when your girl is this relationship and nothing else. And I'm gonna tell you, it's a recipe for disaster because Yeah. I don't wanna really expound on that because I mean we really do we really talk about it all the time, but Yeah. Hell you just yeah. get to a point where you just like, damn, this person is, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really going to go too deep into that, but like. Yeah, I would say, and then just hop out. got to keep your individual. individual hop out there and create that change that you want to see or whatever. And that was just kind of, that was kind of my quote for the week. That had nothing to do with relationships. Mm. It was more so about. It has um, everything to do with relationships. It does too, like individuality. More so in a sense of... Because you're saying don't let a relationship rob you of that. Right. And there's a lot of things that people want to do that they won't do, or they kind of like, oh, I don't know, I always wanted to do this, but I never did it. Right. And it's more so just about hopping out there and giving it a shot. Well, great quote that I got from Dune. If you've seen Dune, there's a scene where Timothy Chalamet, without me, no spoiler, but there's a scene where Timothy, Timothy Chalamet's character, yeah. Paul, is talking to his father. Played by my boy Oscar Isaac. Love Oscar Isaac. Love him. Um, but he says, um, Oscar Isaac says to Timothy Chalamet, he says, uh, your grandfather said that a great man doesn't seek to lead. He's called to it and he answers. Mm. And then he said, if your answer is no, you'll still be the only thing I ever needed you to be, which is my son. You need to fucking watch that movie. Trap. Yeah, shit, it's fire. But I just need to finish. Right, finish that movie. But I, I got one. But I have seen Dune. Basically, I want to rewatch it for the real watch. Yeah, would you was falling asleep or something like that? Yeah, I was falling asleep towards the end. Not because well, not because it's it a long good, ass movie though. It, it is talky, but I, I, I wasn't necessarily Dennis, watching. Dennis Villeneuve, right? His name is Denny Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. I, I just know when I see his name, I'm like, all right, this joint about to be one of those visuals, yeah. you know. But that quote of uh, somebody doesn't seek to lead, they call to, and if you still don't want to, then you still everything to be like. Basically, if you do try to do some shit and it don't work out, mm-hmm. then you still who you are, whatever. Facts. And I think very simply good advice for, for me, I mean, for me to give y'all is just, just think about the person that 
your partner liked and had a crush on and try to be that person. Like, your partner didn't have a crush on you because you did everything that they did. Your partner had a crush on you because you were that cute girl or you were that nice-looking guy who was into that. And they found out, Mm -hmm. they felt that was interesting. There was mischief there, too. They didn't really know about you yet. God damn it, Terrell. Terrence, you stop talking. I be really just be trying to say my own shit. Damn. Did I cut this nigga off? I didn't. I'm I'm, I'm overreacting, but damn. I really wish I could just. I'm the one that brought up this. This, this was mic. my topic. But, but Terrell, can I can I get my shit off? I'll let the nigga talk. I'll let him say. I don't need these. this niggas. I don't need Terrence his help. Terrence say, look, flowers. I do not a, need this niggas help. This is a great thing. Then you'll still pause. I start talking to you like. Terrell, Dude. I ain't even pause. And did. I can see you. Go ahead. All I'ma say is that y'all. I'm sorry. Just be the person. <laughs> Just be the person that your partner had a crush on and try to be that. And if you want to get into what they into, that's cool. But like, don't try to, don't start becoming them. Cause then you start looking like a fan or a friend. You know what I mean? Yep. That's not man's. We be doing the same thing. But look, now I'm no longer getting anything from you because you're trying to be me. You're trying to do everything that I'm trying to do. Yeah. So what am I getting from you? Nothing for real. I mean, yeah, you have things that I get from you, but. Yeah. And you know what? On the heels of that. uh, <laughs> I don't know why I, said, I was about to say these are the makings. And that made me think of that Curtis Mayfield song. Why Aunt Tisa was like, dude, have you ever listened to the real words? Have you listened to the words, though? I was like, yeah. what does he say? <laughs> it made me feel like I know the lyrics, but the way she was asking me, I'm like, maybe I haven't listened to the words. If you know the makings. I don't know you that song heard that by song? heart. Uh, by Curtis Mayfield. These are the makings of you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This nigga. See, some of y'all too young for what I get it. This nigga just said Curtis Mayfield. Curtis Mayfield. Terry. I love Curtis Mayfield. Yeah, but it's not too many people under 40, under 35, that's going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 Push your man. But Curtis Mayfield's a legend. And also on the heels of that, um, of the, uh, Tech Corner. If you haven't seen Ready Player One, it's actually the last movie that Steven Spielberg directed that's completely out. He did West Side Story, but that's not out yet, and he's got some other shit that he's doing. But that's the last one he directed this out, and that's a really good interpretation of this VR shit. 100. This is just a great-ass movie. Watch it in Dolby Atmos if you can. Turned up. All right, bet. You want to get into, um, what's it called? Um, Harder They Fall? Yes. Yes. All right. Uh, we're going to do this with no spoilers. Yeah. So nobody has to skip. Nobody. Um, but The Harder They Fall came out yesterday, uh, last night. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yesterday at 3 a.m. We watched it last night. Uh, Regina King, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Delroy Lindo, Dion Cole, um, Zazie Beats. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great ass movie. Directed Did by you say da- uh, Lakeith? Lakeith Stanfield, who I can't forget. Jonathan Majors. I don't know if yeah. he said that, but that's uh, my yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, directed by a guy named Jameis Samuel. It's his first feature length film. He's done a bunch of like shorts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's his first feature length film. $90 million budget. But this isn't his first feature, Terrell. It is his first feature. He did a Western before this, I thought. It's a short. Oh. That was Western short. was dope, though. And it was also a short that he shot at the exact same time they were shooting Django. And he said he remembers him having to get a location, but Django was shooting on the exact same location. Same location, yeah. 
So you can't say that he stole from Quentin Tarantino. Nah, but you can definitely see the inspiration. Not that he stole, but you can definitely see the, uh, the inspiration. The inspo, for sure. For sure. And, and you was working that close with him? Were y'all working on the same set? Oh, yeah. Because he apparently had the idea 10, 15 years ago yeah. to do um, The Harder They Fall. And they asked him, they had asked him in an interview about how did you feel when Django came out and it had a lot of the same elements that you wanted to implement. And he was like, we were actually shooting at the same time as Django with the short though. Yeah. And he said, so he said Django was more a story of, he said Django uses slavery as a, as like a, he said it uses slavery as like a. Slavery moves the story, yeah. To move the story where he said Hardy Fall is a lot different where it doesn't use that in that way. So. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Uh, we watched it, enjoyed it the whole time. We were just looking over each, every, at each other the whole time, like, damn. Yeah. Like, this they is undeniably it. good. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As far as certain things, one thing I really did want to say is, um, with no spoilers, the, the movie looks amazing. Like, yes. Oh I think God, it's honestly God. one of the best looking films of the year, uh, the way it was shot. The music. Uh, was placed well. I think the cast is not only great, but the characters that the cast get the privilege of playing. Yeah. I mean, look, y'all, this is exactly what Pharrell Pharrell we've been asking for. At least myself. Uh, this is a movie that has us in it, and it does not focus on our trauma or oppression. It's just a good-ass story. Is the story super intricate? It's not. It's actually a very simple story. However, I was just saying this on Twitter. Great characters make simple stories better. Uh, example I always use is power. Y'all niggas know Tommy, Ghost, Tariq, Tasha, Keisha, yep. 2-Bit. We know all these people that make up this show, and we love the show subconsciously, subconsciously because we love the characters. And I think the way this show creates characters and gives us names to remember reputations to remem remember, shit like that, the way that they play with power in the story, I think everybody's going to love this movie. Everybody's going to enjoy it. And only the real harsh, hard film critics might have the best to say. But I think the majority of the world will love this movie. I agree. Um, I just want to kind of hop in and look at some of the, uh, the, techie, the techie shit. But... Um, just the movie was shot by a guy named um, his name is Miha Millionaire I think he and I know they call him Miha some people call him MM but he's uh he did like Sleepless and fucking he's worked on a bunch of shit most famously recently he's nominated for Jojo Rabbit a couple wow, years, yeah. a couple years ago and so the the shot choice in the movie is great he the use lost to somebody yeah I forget but the use of the use of um. The use of music in the film is different, I would say. Mm -hmm. not, it is very, uh, a lot of the critiques of the film say it's very Tarantino-esque. And it's honestly... Oh, 100%. Undeniably Tarantino-esque. Yeah, undeniable. From shot choice, they use a Tarantino shot in the film, mm -hmm. number one. The famous From the Trunk shot, which was originally in Quentin Tarantino's very first movie, right? Yep. Reservoir Dogs, did they do it? Mm -hmm. Or did they do it in... They Paul. did it in Reservoir Dogs. Remember when he was like, I got something in the car I want you to see. It was the cop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took him in. Let's see what he knows. End up cutting the video off. All yeah. right. Okay. When you first see the cop, he's in the trunk. 
Oh, okay. And then, of mm-hmm. course, they did it with the suitcase mm-hmm. or the guns or whatever. Okay. But um, they used that shot in the film, and um, they used that shot. They used the split-screen shot where it literally comes from this side. That's not QT, though. That's not QT. That comes from somebody else. Does that, now, QT does that come got that from... from does that but, come from Sergio Leone in the we, the old westerns or no? I want to say it may. That's what I was going to more so say. It's Tarantino s because of how heavily it pulls from the western genre, and I think what the movie does very well is pay homage to classic western movies. I'm sure what's his name, Jameis, Jameis Samuel. Yeah, he talked about how Sergio Leone was one of his inspirations. I'm about to say, I'm sure he would appreciate somebody saying that. That me as somebody who has Somewhat of a film knowledge, especially that of uh, like some westerns, you could see it and feel all of the the homages from that. Mm-hmm. You got salons, like it's a subject matter is one thing, but even from a shot choice perspective, it's like he really did his yeah. job in in saying, "All right, man, I'm gonna do a real western." That's my my biggest critique is that it is a real western. Yep, it's amazing. It's some some shots in that movie. Are incredible. I was thinking about doing like a favorite cinematography from type video. I told let you I was gonna be tough because, that because it is tough because Netflix don't let you take like screenshots and yeah. shit. But I could figure it out if, if niggas want to see it. And you can definitely feel that Netflix dollar. You could feel oh, that 100%. Netflix money. ninety million behind it. Ninety million dollar budget it. for sure. You can feel it. It looked like ninety million dollars. It was shot all on film. Uh, that is another thing that I wanted to say. It was, it was shot with Panavision Primo lenses. Before we, uh, mm-hmm. and me and Terrell may do a little something for this uh, on a separate terms. We might go in, into a little bit more depth, but who did you think had a standout performance? Oh, did you want to stay on your technical? No, nah, I was going to ask you the uh, same thing. Um, my standout performance, of course, will be Jonathan Majors. I think he had the, one of the best performances of the year. And I haven't, I've seen a lot this year and it'll be tough, but he, Donovan Mays is a beast. His ability to show emotion on camera and his ability to deliver, like we talked about yesterday, his ability to deliver even the simplest of lines. Yes. He is a beast. Lakeith impressed me every time he get on camera. Yeah. Y'all can say what y'all want about Lakeith. Like he was doing that weird moan room thing and it was looking bad for him for a minute. But on, on Clubhouse. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, they was probably giving him that dough for that, though. These chicks just got weird. And you know chicks like his voice. Nah, they, well, yeah. It, that was the most weirdest clip I've ever had to sit through. And I didn't realize what I was watching. I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. But uh, Lakeith truly impressed me every time he get on camera. I think he was great. Lakeith, I'm starting to, uh, he's all right. To me, he has a real, he's like Black Steve Buscemi. Like, yeah, you're the detective in this, but you still Steve Buscemi. You Y'all love I mean? Denzel Washington. AKA still, no, but it's not and a And Denzel's Denzel and everything. But Denzel was a lead guy. Steve Buscemi is a guy who's, you know, that is a very, to me, that's a very that's great comparison. disrespectful to Steve Buscemi. That's a great compliment to. Steve, Steve Buscemi has range. He no, I'm saying, that. that's how I feel like Lakeith is, though. Steve Buscemi has some range, but when you think about it, that motherfucker is the same it's nigga because nobody in the world looks like Steve right, Buscemi. Right, right, right. I think Lakeith is, is the black Steve Buscemi, bro. I'm telling you. He's in everything. He can be the main guy, the, the short guy, the, just the nigga who's in here. Think about Lakeith's range, though. Don't sleep on Lakeith. No, I'm not sleeping. 
Think about uncut gems, Lakeith. Then you got uh, Atlanta, Lakeith, where he's like a weird kind of just a chill. Then you got, this was him. He played like a violent dude. Yeah. But not as violent as uncut gems, but he was kind of like a little bit more, what the fuck are you talking to me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I like Lakeith. But Lakeith is a little bit. I love Lakeith Stanfield. He's one of my favorites, honestly. I, I watch anything with him. Rachina King. I'm showing y'all why I am a... a, a Terrell, you're not going to like what I got to say about Regina King, but I, I felt like the, the, the person who underperformed... There's no way! If we had to have an underperformer... There's no way! I felt like it was rough for Regina in the beginning of that. It was not! It was kind of rough for that, that accent. I'm like, all right, Regina. You're tripping. She pulled it together. She got one of my favorite lines in the movie, though. Uh, she. I'm not gonna say it because I don't want to spoil nothing. But she delivered to me one of the best lines in the movie, just the way she delivered it. So I'm like, I'm not gonna say she underperformed, but oh, she you can't is say one. she underperformed, Terrence. All right, bet. I'm not the headlines will say Terrence says Regina King said, underperforms. If there had to be an underperformer before you gas her up, I would say I didn't think that Regina King had this crazy immaculate performance more so than I felt like. She just fit that role so perfectly. So you, know you wouldn't I mean? think she would be she should be nominated for a best supporting actress? No. I don't I, and this is my hot take for this movie. This movie was really good, but I don't think the characters had enough depth to even be considered for nominations for Academy Awards. Like as as well as Jonathan Majors did. You don't, I don't think he could get a nomination? I don't think that he had enough depth to his character to get a nomination as Best lead actor. Maybe best supporting, but everybody in that... He's a lead, though. To me, everybody... Majors would be lead. They wouldn't nominate him for supporting. They you know how you Idris. Watch, but you know how you watch a movie and they nominate the person for best supporting actor, and you're like, damn, I could have sworn he was the lead. Yeah. It's because screen time, how, how you sharing it, yeah, you are the person we started this movie with, but that doesn't necessarily make you the lead character. Even if this story is all about you, right? You could still play a supporting role to this cast, and that was a big ensemble cast. Uh, I'm gonna tell you somebody you sleeping on that I felt like did the best, or not didn't do the best, but impressed the most. Dion Cole. To he me, killed it. he did. He killed it. I never once out. Every time he talked and spoke, I was like, "Yo, he killing this." He did kill that. I was if you know Dion Cole. Yeah. First off, he's hilarious. So I'm yeah. looking to laugh at this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm looking for him to say something funny. And, he, and there was comedy. But I just felt like, damn. If I really had to get somebody some flowers, of course, Regina, we giving you flowers. Of course, Lakeith. Of course, Idris. Even Majors, because we've known what you've done. But I know niggas would sleep with my man, Dion Cole. He did his fucking thing. And shout out my man, Delroy Lindo. Hey, look. Been doing this. Yeah. Dan Roy Lindo has been playing that type of role for at least 25 years now. The older nigga. Yeah. He's been that for at least 25 years. When has he been young? That man has Morgan Freeman genes. Dan Roy has been old since Crooklyn. He's been old since Crooklyn. He was a 50-year-old man in Crooklyn. That came <laughs> out in 98. <laughs> Dan Roy oh, up there in age. My boy E would kill me because guess what I still haven't seen? Uh, the Five Bloods. Every time I see him, he'd be like, hold on, wait. Have you seen The Five Bloods? Uh, <laughs> and you're a Spike fan. I still haven't seen The Five Bloods. I haven't I'm seen. I'm it a young either. Spike fan. I'd be lying if I said I was an old, Terrence, older we, Spike we, Lee fan. I, my Facebook 
memories that come up from 2013, bro. When we was in college at oh. that PWI. Oh, yeah. All we had was Spike now. Yeah, but Spike haven't been that great. Yeah. As of late. But actually, as of late, he just, Black Klansman, had that, best screenplay. That, that's the best he Spike won. as of late. Yeah, that's the best Spike as of late. Got up there, was like The Blood of Jesus, Chirac. Yeah. Y'all got it. Yeah. That was, I don't like those I'll spikes. respect him as a legend. He's always going to be a legend. But this is Jordan Wizards years for Spike Lee. Yeah. Jordan still put up 40-something points in the Wizards game. Don't fake. He put but, up 40 in that Wizards jersey. <laughs> it wasn't all too. Hey, but you look, we're not saying enough about Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. Idris Elba showed why he is able to do that role. Yeah. Like, Idris needs to play more villains. Yeah. But more, like, the way they established power in that movie. One thing that I appreciated was that. The, the blocking. The build up, the, the blocking. Yeah, the blocking. The way they shoot. The buildup of building a reputation for this character. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I love that. I felt like, well, how long was the movie? Two hours and ten minutes. Two hours and ten minutes. I felt like the movie could have been about two hours and 35. Hit, if they had hit us with a more of a Tarantino-esque runtime, I just felt like the characters could have had a little bit more depth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? How did you feel about Danielle? De uh, her name was Danielle Deadweiler. She played Cuffy. I love her role. I yeah, love her she role. Was great. I love her character arc. Love her eyes. Her the way she act with her eyes. Yes. yes. Bro. So great. But um, just not to say too much about it. You know what I'm saying? It's a great ass movie. It's a great movie. And and look, y'all hearing Terrence say that this is great. I'm saying it's great, but I'm not saying it's perfect, y'all. Like if I wanted to really dig into the story and really talk about some flaws with it, I could. But I can't help but to, I can't help but to feel like when I watched it, I enjoyed it. If you want to be real tough on the story, you can. But for real, for mm -hmm. real, you be that guy. That movie was enjoyable as hell. And mm -hmm. if you really just want to have a good time, and like we said, we just wanted to see us on screen with a dope story, and yep. it don't got really enough much to do with. It was what we hoped it would be. Yeah. When the trailer came out, it was like this seemed like it's gonna be one and one that's gonna be. Yeah. And it was. It that. definitely lived up to that, and I thought it, the choices that they made. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah. It's a whole lot of fun too. It's a fun. Hey, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna watch I'm planning on watching it again. Yeah. And it's the it's the first movie in a minute that I'm like excited to watch again. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It was good. How did they fall on Netflix? Shout out Jay-Z. Shout out Lawrence Bender, the same guy that produced uh Quentin Tarantino's for, first film, was actually a producer on this film. Yeah. So believe it or not, you can see how you can't say you don't have Tarantino influence. You got Lawrence Bender. Yeah, you can't. He's been in for every single Tarantino film, and that's the reason why you shoot on Panavision Primo. That's the yeah, reason that's why, why you don't go digital. You, yeah. That's the reason mm -hmm. why you block probably the way you. I'm, and I'm not taking anything away from Jameis. Right. But he understood who I got with me. And hey, Jay Z played a big ass role, not in just the music, but in how shit happened in the film. For real. I read this interview. I can't really say what Jay said. Because it'll be a spoiler. But okay, yeah. he had a lot of input on why certain characters did certain things. Because James would be like, would y'all do this when you was in Marcy type shit? Okay. In yeah. terms of like, damn, who is this nigga, man? Jameis, whatever. Jameis Samuel. How are you making a $90 million Netflix film? I'll tell you why. And ja you getting help from Jay-Z. Yep. Because Jameis Samuel, his older brother, his name is something Samuel, a.k.a. Seal, the singer Seal. Oh, yeah, I heard his that. His older brother Seal, Jamie Samuel, is real tight with who? Jay Electronica. So, with the Jay Electronica Jay Z relationship 
brought, he said, he said in an interview, brought him and Jay closer. Jay had him shoot the video for Legacy, Legacy, Legacy. Legacy. He shot that. Okay. This was way before. Because you know how long Jay Electronica and Jay-Z had been recording that album? Forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. But in the midst of that, they became closer friends. Jameis told Jay-Z about the script and then it was magic from there. Amazing, man. That's how, I, that, that's just come some proof to where it, sometimes it's about what you know. But then sometimes it's about who you know. Who you know. And you then can, sometimes. If you can get your circle. Yeah. But they say, hang around people. I hate when people say this too. Hang, stop hanging around people who aren't as passionate as you. Hang around people. It's like, all right, let's stop this. So get rid of all of the people that I'm hanging with now and just magically find these successful people to hang with. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it is all about the company you mm-hmm. keep. Do you remember Andy Lee? One of our teachers in, uh, he taught us in video production one. Mm-hmm. Before you even get the cinema camera, he told me and Terrence, he pulled us to the side and he said, In this industry, they're gonna tell you it's not what you know, it's who you know, but that's bullshit. It's not what you know, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Mm. And that is a fact. It's a fact. Because I know Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? Right. I know Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Or I know this person. Anybody can know. You can know anybody. But do they know, know who you? you? When you walk in the room, are they like, that's that guy? So right. that's what your networking mind need to be. Right. Shout out to my boy Don Sell. Just made the best decision ever. Quit his job. Went full time with his business. Turn up. Best best networker that Typo. I know. Typo. Yep. Um, birthday shout outs. Oh, can yeah, I, can I run it. through real quick? Mm-hmm. My boy Raul turned 20 on the 9th. Happy birthday, bro. Um, Happy B-Day. His birthday is going to be in a couple of days. Uh, Giovanna is 19 today. Shout out to your girl, Angelina, who hit me up and was like, please give my girl a shout out. She put me on to y'all. Shout out, Gigi. Happy uh, birthday. And shout out, Angie, for, for reaching out. KD is 19 yesterday. Turn up. Turn up. Happy One birthday. Nine. That's a big year. Um, One nine. Shout- That's a big year. KD, happy birthday. My boy Banks is a Denver fan. Okay. So Sorry. It's, it's, I love you. Sorry. Already. <laughs> 24, um... Yesterday, Kobe year, and he's a Denver fan in Kansas City. Better have that mama mentality. He has to go to that Chiefs home game when we play them, when we get dog oh, yeah. with his gear on. But Kobe year, shout out to you. Uh, Kali is twenty on yesterday. Turn Sent up. us an email. <laughs> Dedication, right? <laughs> Happy B day. I'm just letting y'all know that I'm turning this one with like a shout out. Twenty. He's uh twenty years old. Turn up, mm-hmm. Welcome to the welcome uh, to the twenties. Yes. Shout out to my boy Creedon. Uh, Cree turned 21 on Halloween. Turn up, 21. You grown now. Happy B-Day. Caleb. Grown now. My boy Caleb is 20 on the 3rd. So up, he's, his birthday was yesterday. So Caleb, happy 20th birthday. Happy B-Day, my boy buddy. Jay Connor, 21 on today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Welcome to the 21. Um, you grown now. And these days are going to sound all over the place because this is coming out on Friday. And I just realized I'm saying today and yesterday. Today and, and yesterday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the last but not least. Uh, my boy Ross Child, Tucson, 21 uh, last week. Turn up. He's been a niner for a full calendar year, bro. Absolutely. You look at his up. Patreon badge, it says one year. That shit is so legit. So legit. And his name is Ross Child, Tucson. That's a fucking great ass name. I'm saying. Ross Child, Tucson? You better be rich. You better Telling be some money. To sound like it. Um, you can't be the nigga that's 60 years old working at the subway. Look. <laughs> with the sandwich. <laughs> Rothschild. <laughs> Tucson. Shout out to my man Rothschild. He just, turned, he just turned 21. Hey, look, those are the B-Day shout outs. If I missed your birthday shout out, I'm sorry. I'd scrub 
Scrub, scrub the ground. Scrub, 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 scrub the ground. I'm not a big fan of it. That joint is fire. Here we go. That Quavo track is fire. Uh, and you niggas don't listen to me until later. <laughs> but shout out to everybody who had a birthday, man. If I missed your birthday, shout out. Sorry. Hit me for your birthday. Terrell. DM Terrell for your birthday, and I got you. Um, before we get to the NFL picks, my boy Von Miller, man. Gone. My boy Von Miller, our 11-year franchise face of the Denver Broncos, went to the uh, L.A. Rams. And if y'all were wondering if I was emotional behind it, you are 100% accurate that I cried in my car. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I was listening. I'm going to tell y'all. That's an embarrassing story, but I don't give a fuck. I'm looking at this shit. I'm sitting in my car. And what's playing that I wanted you to erase my mind? <laughs> I, I got the keys. <laughs> I told Terrell he was cry- he was crying because he heard Drake say, "Please." <laughs> I don't and know. He started what thinking, no- "Please, mom, <laughs> please." <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. You don't know what it's like to lose a franchise player like that. Who you don't, don't Terrence. You who don't, don't, you who don't, don't know that. Who like, don't? Who don't? Terrence. You who don't, don't know that. Terrence, you about to make me stand up right now and go get. <laughs> Terrence, you don't. Come on, bro. You don't know this life, bro. You don't know this life to lose a franchise player like this. You don't know. Oh, I know what he gonna go get. He gonna go get his Sean Taylor jersey. Was he the face of y'all franchise? I just sat down with my Sean Taylor jersey on. Terrence, and I he was flip not it the, inside out. He, Come on, flip it around. This, he was not the face of y'all franchise. Are you kidding me? He wasn't. He was the only person that we had go to the Pro Bowl one year. No, he and was he had not. that big ass hit. When Sean Taylor went to the Pro Bowl, Santana Moss went and Clinton Porters went. They all three went. Trey, no, the fuck they did not. And Chris Cooley went. Trey, no, they did not. Maybe it was Cooley didn't go to the Pro Bowl. He was a Pro Bowler. Bond, he was Bond not. go to the play, Pro Bowl by himself? Bottom line, Terrell, if this is going to sound fucked up, if Clinton Porters would have passed away, I'm not going to say that. Bottom line, this guy, he was our guy. Our defensive guy. And look, we didn't lose him via trade, we lost him. To the streets. All right, go ahead, Terrell. Bottom line, and I'll give you the Sean Taylor because he died. But That's why I was like, all right, but I was letting you but get y'all, shit off but, before you try to say okay, y'all don't know. Minus death, y'all have never lost somebody like that. And this is the reason why people are like, there's people that'll probably be like, damn, you, you you're are, talking to a Why Washington are you fan. emotional behind Von leaving? And it's like, y'all don't get that. Yeah, you're right. I'll never forget the summer 2000, the summer 2000, I was 16 years old. So it was 2010, and they was like, summer 2009, they was like, y'all about to get this beast-ass linebacker from Texas A&M named Von Miller. Y'all probably get him second in the draft because we had a terrible last year. And we drafted Von Miller, and ever since then, bro, was magic. His, his first year, he got defensive rookie of the year. Um, he's on an all-decades team. He's our, he's our sack leader. He's literally the leader in sacks in the league right now of everybody still actively playing. Yeah, he is. 135 sacks. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Donald's been in the league since the same year. But to lose him that way, bro, and we knew Von Miller was on a – and I'm not going to stay in the soapbox for too long. That's what I'm saying, please. But Von Miller was on a – he was on the, uh, the trade block last year. He was on the trade block the year before when we gave him that contract. Like, we thought we was going to have him at least. He said he would be a Bronco for life. It's the best thing for him to go to the Rams and play with the man that I hate. 
which is Aaron Donald. But do y'all know I only hate Aaron Donald because of people trying to say that he's better than Von Miller, and I would be like, I'm a Broncos fan. How dare you? Super Bowl 50 MVP. Aaron Donald has never even been to a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I'm just letting y'all know right now that I'm now an honorary Rams fan. So now all I the, will definitely be wanting the Rams all to All of win. the Aaron Donald hate? The man that I hated you for now plays beside you. Yeah. So, and then just to let the Cowboys fans, just to let y'all know, I don't know if y'all read the reports or if y'all know this about, uh, if y'all know this, but they gave Von Miller two options. It was L.A. or Dallas. He chose L.A. Him and, him and George Payton agreed on L.A., but Von Miller was almost a Dallas Cowboy. That would have been crazy. Yeah, that would have been crazy, definitely, and I would have been definitely sick at that. It's like niggas go to Cowboys and all of a sudden they're better. Yeah. That nigga playing well as hell for what? Yeah, brody. But um, shout out to Von Miller. Y'all, shout out to all my Broncos fans that listen to this, man. Oh, speaking of which, bust y'all ass on Sunday. Did they bust our ass? It was a terrible win. It wasn't anything to be proud of, but bitch ass nigga, we won. They bust our ass because we don't have a, we don't even have a kicker. We barely have a quarterback. There's really not much. The defense that we thought was gonna be good. We can say the same thing though. We in the same boat. What? What you looking at? Terrence, stop looking at that. Come on, let's run through this real quick. Get off of that. Let's run through these NFL picks. All right, go ahead, because I'm out of... Go ahead. All right, bet. NFL picks for the week. Uh, Thursday night, which is tonight. Uh, for us to be recording on Thursday. Shout out to everybody who birthday today. Uh, New York Jets, Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are one of those teams. Look. Terrence, stop looking at all of this shit. Now look at it. Read that. Wouldn't that shit get your fucking attention too? No, no way. See? There's no That's way. That's what I said. That's what I said. There's no way. All right, but fuck it. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, real quick. All right, NFL, NFL picks. picks. Uh, New York Jets. Oh, let me. They both three and five. This is, did you see... I'm done. I'm uh Jets Colts. I've just been taking L's, man. On this. Jets Colts. Look, if I pick the Jets, the Colts gonna win. If I pick the Colts, the Jets will win. Uh I think I'm gonna go with the Colts. I'm gonna go with the Colts too. I think the Jets had a great that dude, uh, that second string dude that they came to replace Zach Wilson, had a beast yeah. ass game, had a four hundred yards. I don't see you doing that every game. They count Hopefully I'm wrong. I'm about to say, they counted Heineke out, so you never know. That's right. I'm going to go with the uh, Colts. I'm going Colts. And you got Trevor Simeon, Saints, and the Falcons. Trevor Simeon also had a big game, which is ridiculous because he played for us and couldn't do shit. Watch if I would have picked the Falcons. Y'all niggas are going to lose. I'm picking the, uh, I'm going to pick the Saints to win it. I'm going to go with the Saints because they got that beast-ass defense still. Their I don't think I've been, is- I haven't been wrong with the Saints yet. I have not been wrong with the Saints yet. It's one of my, one of my, the or the Colts. Guess who hasn't been? <laughs> hey, look, I don't have any streaks. Um, Just L's. All right, bet. So, Saints. Um, Saints. All right. Broncos and Cowboys, 1 o'clock. If Dak plays, we lose 24. Y'all are losing no, look, that game I'm sorry, regardless. Look, if, Dak, if Dak doesn't play, we lose 24 to 13. If Dak plays, we lose 43-17. You think that would be that bad? We're going to get dusted by them, bro. We can't stop them from running. We're not going to be able to stop Dak. 
Yeah. Our defense, I mean, our offense is going to be shit. It's it's going to be trash. And to my Broncos fans, that was like, damn, bro, you it hurt for me to see you not pick us. I just got to keep it 100, man. Like, I'm not that fan no more. That's crazy. Because for real, for real, y'all, it seems like y'all have a, a healthy team. Y'all have y'all starting quarterback. Like, we have Taylor Heineke trying to make this shit happen, but it's like, that's crazy. Y'all got y'all starting quarterback. Yeah. And y'all are just a trash ass team. First of all, all right, we're definitely injury. We definitely have hella injuries. We just got Jerry Judy back. KJ Hamler's out. Josie Jewell's out. Bradley Chubb is still out. We just lost Vaughn for the fucking life. Like, I guess every team can talk about the injuries. I can sit here and name Alexander Johnson injuries. is out. I mean, of course, but y'all still got y'all starting quarterback, starting running back, all y'all starting receivers, starting tight end. All of our starting receivers starting we don't have. Line. We don't. Y'all don't have KJ Hamler. All right, bet. But y'all had an immaculate receiving. Court. Noah Fan is out now. I'm done with We y'all just niggas. got back over Wave and um, I just don't even know why y'all are even good. I mean, why y'all are even as bad as y'all are, but you know what it means? Trash. Y'all coaching. The coaching. Coaching. But um, all right, bet. So, Cowboys. You picking the Cowboys too? Or do you want to keep your cause you had a you have a shit streak going? I'm gonna go with the Broncos. Fuck it. Let's go. Fuck the Cowboys. But you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. I want to be right this week. Ha. Uh, Cowboys. <laughs> Patriots, Panthers. I'm going to go with Mac Jones and the Patriots. Did I say that right? Is his yeah, name Mac Jones? Mac Jones. I'm going to go with Mac and the Patriots. Every time I pick the Patriots, they lose, I feel like. The Panthers are in the same boat as us. Lost four games in a row. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, lost three games in a row. Lost four games for them. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Patriots as well. Um, Panthers and Vi- oh, Wow, what am I saying? Vikings, Ravens, Ravens. The page. The Vikings couldn't even beat the fucking Dakless Cowboys. Yeah, I want to pick the Ravens as well. I think the Ravens. Watch the Vikings go out there and win. Didn't the Ravens get dog last week? You know what? I'm picking Vikings. Come on, Vikes. Look, I've been sticking with this team. And losing. I've been sticking with this team. Vikings I'm, are going to go out there and surprise the Ravens. Purple versus purple. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Ravens. I think the Ravens get a W there. Browns, Bengals, interdivision rival. If you think Burrow and them are going to lose two weeks in a row, you're tripping. And with all that turmoil going, turmoil going down in Cleveland. Yeah, I got to pick the Bengals as well. Bengals are going to go out there and show off. Bet. All right. Bills, Jags. Bills. Bills, Jags, I'm going to just go with the Bills just, just for the fuck of it. The Bill, I think the Bills put up 40, at least. Like, I would bet that. Uh, Texans, Dolphins. Texans, Dolphins. Both, Texans. Both one and seven. I'm actually going to go Dolphins. Quarterback is who? Tua. Tua. Tua's playing. I'm going Dolphins. Damn, that's a tough ass. That's a tough, tough game to call. I'm going to go Dolphins. What you think? Texans? I'm going to pick Texans because forever it's all about who shows up. Yeah. All right. Raiders, Giants, Raiders. I'm picking the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Giants. I feel like the Raiders are kind of deflated. But you know what? You're right. The Giants, y'all niggas are trash. They just did good against Mahomes and the Chiefs. Well, Mahomes is trash. Mahomes and them are trash. Mahomes and them are trash is a ridiculous statement. They just struggled to beat the Giants. So what? Them being trash is that that's like saying Curry and KD and them is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy? But you know the Dallas Cowboys haven't beat my Broncos since 1995. Oh, that's a good pick. This me, might man. be the year that they finally beat us. You know what? I'm going back on my pick, y'all. I'm going Broncos. Broncos. Hold, over hold nine. Watch. 
Hold on, watch. Mark me down. Broncos. I'm going to be rooting for this nigga's team while he's not even rooting for I am going to be rooting for us to win, but I'm just being realistic. I don't think we're going to beat them. Now, if we do, it'll be dope. But since we beat y'all, I don't mean shit. Uh, picking the Raiders. You're picking the Giants? All right. Um, no, I'm picking Raiders. Okay. Giants, some shit. All right, bet. Chargers, Eagles. I'm picking the Chargers. I think the Chargers bounce back and get a win here. What you think? Eagles is one of them teams that are just, look, they just put up 40-something points. And this is in Philly. They put up 40-something points on the Lions. You can't do that to the Chargers. We couldn't put, we probably wouldn't put up 40-something points on the Lions. Y'all actually didn't look that bad versus the Chargers. You know that? Nah. In the beginning of the season? Mm-hmm. And the Chargers, I don't think they are who we thought they were. I told y'all that in the beginning of the season. Y'all said I was crazy. I'm picking the Chargers to win just because I don't think that the Eagles I'm going to go are with good. the Eagles. I have faith in the Terrence Eagles being the, the fuck only out of team that can compete with the Cowboys. I thought it was us, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if it's the Eagles. I don't think the Eagles are as bad as us and the Giants. Yeah. I don't see the Giants putting up 40-something points. I don't see us putting up 40-something points. But them put, being able to put up 40 points, even though it was on the Lions, I'm like, all right, bet. Y'all actually have little weapons that can pop. Like, Hurts can have a big-ass game. Yeah. Come on, Terrell. The next game. Let's, let's try to get through this shit. My bad. You, did you say Hurts? Hurts. Oh, Hurts. I'm going to say because yeah. Hurts plays for the Cardinals. Um, bet. My bad. Uh, Packers and Chiefs. No A-Rod. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs, too. If, I'm if Jordan Love goes out and wins, yeah. then that would be dope. But I'm going to go Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs are going. I don't think the Chiefs are going to lose that game. Uh... Cardinals, 49ers, Cardinals. Cardinals not losing two in a row. I'm going to go Cardinals, too. <laughs> good luck, 49ers, though. That'll be a real good game. Cardinals, 49ers sound like a rivalry. I don't know. And even though the Green Bay Packers beat them, I still think the Cardinals are the best team in the league. Yeah. Uh, Packers, we'll see. Like Packers, fan, Packers are one of the best teams. Rams now have fucking something to say about that, too. And so Sunday night, you got Rams, Titans. I'm picking the Rams. I can't wait. Henry's to see. out. I'm going Rams. Yeah. I can't wait to see what that defense is going to do. AP might show up and fucking do his thing. Yeah. Y'all boy. Fucking mm-hmm. man of the year or something. Mm-hmm. He was a community man. Adrian Peterson is an amazing dude. Yeah, he's he a humanitarian. And I'm, last but not least, Steelers, Bears. I'm picking the Steelers. I'm going to go with Justin Fields and the Bears. I'm, oh, that's going to be a good Monday night game. Mm-hmm. I'm picking I'm the uh, Steelers and the Bears. Because the Steelers are like hit or miss. Yeah. That's the Bears game, fans. Bear down. Um, but I'm going with the Steelers. Um, but yeah. Those are the NFL picks. Damn. Shout out to everybody that left already. <laughs> <laughs> you had a drop? Yerp. And then you were trying to give me smoke for saying play the Dropiana. I played that once. I said that one Shit, time. Play the Dropiana. What? <laughs> this nigga's losing it. I got you. Enjoy y'all Friday, man. Um Happy birthday to everybody, Scorpio season. You know I know where the volume thing goes on this, right? Yeah, yeah. I was helping you out. I don't always need help. All right. Scorpio season. Hey, LMA, what's up? This nigga think that I don't know where the volume joint is. I said, every time I try to play something, he like, oh, I got Hey, hold up.
I'm closer to it. I'm helping you. But you know what? When you try to help niggas out, this is nah, what they do. Nah, you think I'm gonna put them the wrong. This is why niggas can't collab up in the DMV. <laughs>